You're listening to the Rational Rage Network. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10. Where the hell is it? Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I think he knows that he can't see me. And after SummerSlam, he's going to realize that the champ is Oh. 
Paul Heyman give you my word. Tonight, you will get an answer to your challenge. When? But only when Roman Reigns decides to come out and show you and everyone here live tonight that the Tribal Chief is goes back to 2014 when we first met. You didn't pull the trigger then to get the job done because you never thought I'd be back here. But now I am back here. And I'm in your way. Seth, you have no inkling the Pandora's box of violence and mental pain that you have opened. I learned from the most evil minds in the history of this industry. I was in the brood. I was in the Ministry of Darkness. You have no idea the depths that I will sink to to get the job done. But you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. Yeah, Seth doesn't want to wait to find out. Seth said, you're gonna find out. Burn it down. I will not hesitate to pull the trigger. Bang! <laughs> bang, bang! Up, pop, 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 pop! Poof, there goes your neck up in smoke! <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yes. Re remember what I said about not putting my hands on you? I'm a liar. No hesitation there for Edge. And Edge with the right hand. And now pounded away at Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins said Edge has been a scumbag to him. Edge says, I'm a liar. I gotta get my hands on you right now for everything you cost me. Yeah, Edge. He could be Universal Champion today if it wasn't for Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins could be as well if it wasn't for Edge skipping the line in his eyes. And Rollins now beating down Edge. And Edge 
Execution! Rollins in trouble. You know what Edge wants here? Edge is setting up Rollins for the spear. And Rollins retreating. But Zelina put on a hell of a and performance. Not only did Nikki win, she went on to cash it in Monday night on Raw to become the new Raw Women's Champion. And now Tony Storm takes out Zelina Vega, former NXT UK Women's Champion. Held the title for the better part of a year as she drops Zelina Vega outside the ring. Zelina Vega came back. Sonya Deville gave her an opportunity oh! and money in the bank. Yeah, but the very shrewd and sly Zelina Vega. Bouncing Storm off the announce table. Now Vega taking over, looking to spoil the debut of Tony Storm. Zelina said she's come back to take over. Oh, and Zelina will kick to Storm, and Tony Storm though, able to roll out of the corner, out of harm's way, at least momentarily. Vega, though, with a knee right to the face. Vega now for the win to knock off Tony Storm here tonight on SmackDown, and a kick out by Tony. Fire by Motley Crew, and there's a headbutt by Storm De Vega. Think it hurt her as well. Both women down. Can Tony Storm recuperate to take advantage? Vega may have a broken nose. Stuck in the 80s. Headbutt in 2021. I don't think either woman knows what year it is. Storm into that corner, and Vega's in trouble. Tony Storm taking advantage. Uh, nice German suplex. Shoulders are down and able to kick out of two is Vega. Incredible technician in the ring, Tony Storm. Been around the world, nah, yeah, yeah. Double underhook, but a reversal by Delina Vega. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sunset flip is enough to put her away. Shoulders are down here and a kick out by Storm. Zelina had to work it a little bit to trap her arms. Vega cannot believe that she didn't put Tony Storm away, but right back on the attack. Incredible offense from Zelina Vega. Yeah, incredible athlete is Zelina. Now Tony Storm, though, powering Zelina Vega up. Zelina, though, slips behind. Waist lock now. Standing switch by Storm. And one by Vega. Oh, just undressed him. Took the belt off. And Tony Storm did. Oh, my Lord! Vega face first. Storm now into the cover. And Tony Storm with a Storm 1 picks up the victory. Here is your winner. What once was a Storm Zero is now a Storm One. The evolution of Tony Storm from NXT UK.
is not how you acknowledge Roman Reigns, Cleveland. Cleveland, acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. You might as well. Everybody's acknowledging me. As a matter of fact, John Cena has acknowledged me. John Cena acknowledged me at Money in the Bank. John Cena acknowledged me on Monday Night Raw. He acknowledged me tonight. And Paul, to be honest, I wanted to acknowledge John. I did. I really did. I really did. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood fooled me. They put a whole new paint job on John. I thought we were going to get something new. I thought we were going to get something special. But what happened at Money in the Bank? What happened? He came out here and he put on a nostalgia act. It's the same thing. He came out here, the same music, the same entrance, the same run to the ring, the same outfit, the same promo, the same insults. In the tribal chief, the head of the table, we're not interested in that, no, no. We don't get motivated by that, we don't get inspired by that. So you're right, John. You are right. I can't see you. I don't want to see you. I don't need to see you. I have no desire to see you. And guess what? We're not going to see you. <laughs> We're not going to see you in the main event of SummerSlam. Because my answer to your challenge is no. My special counsel tells me that you're here to follow suit. You're here to do as John Cena does and acknowledge me. I'm not here to acknowledge you, but if you're not interested in John Cena's challenge, maybe you're interested in mine. Challenge accepted.
National Range Network. Hello everyone and welcome to the PwC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host Jimmy T and with me is the man from Philadelphia. He's sexy. He's the king of one dollars. <laughs> Kevin Panetta, what the fuck's cracking, bro? Thank you for finally acknowledging me. Your tribal dollar king. Oh 
shouldn't even acknowledge you right now for even just <laughs> saying that, and for the fact that you're a Seth Rollins guy. I am. Bow down to your savior. You got to embrace the vision, my friend. <laughs> so, do you want to do you want to bow down to the vision, or do you want to be acknowledged, man? Make up your mind. <laughs> I'll embrace the vision. I'll embrace the vision. <laughs> embrace the vision. Acknowledge it. Damn it. Acknowledge it. Man, He's what the real fucking thing trip. Right. <laughs> What a fucking episode of SmackDown, though, man. I mean, uh, I, I think it was a show of two halves, bro. I mean, is it just me? Because bits and pieces lost me here and there, bro. Um, it was it was better than a, a usual show, though. So I enjoyed it. The fan, I mean, minus the fans at uh that Miami festival thing, fans oh, were pretty man. pretty good all night. <laughs> I did I did like I think it a little too good, bro. Just, uh, just because of the crowd, like they, 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 it looked cool on camera, even though the crowd was kind of dead for that. Bro, they, they didn't even acknowledge nobody on SmackDown, bro. That's why they should have had Roman Reigns there. They would have had to acknowledge him. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> acknowledge me, all of you, you fucking hip hop heads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Acknowledge me, damn it. Oh, that would have been funny, man. Acknowledge Carmella's booty on that show, though. But, but oh, like. shit, man. Was that Tutti Fruity booty? And speaking of booty and cakes. What oh yeah, Tony, Tony, bro. Sexy what about Tony, Tony, fucking sexy Tony, Tony, Tony. I'm telling she can you, bro. Have a sexy was... time. <laughs> oh man, she, she, if she doesn't get the fucking dollar tonight, bro, I, I already know who you chose, but that's just not on, bro. It was between her and Carmella. Carmella did look pretty damn, damn hot tonight. I know, but it's Tony Cakes, bro. No, I'll wait till her segment to announce whether she won it or not. <laughs> all right, all right. Have, to, uh, have to stick could around. We, could we possibly get a tie for the very first time? Nah, I don't want to get 50 cents out. I'm not that cheap. You know? <laughs> oh, 50 cents, bro. All right. Well, fucking hell, man. We start off the show with John Cena coming out, wanting to be acknowledged, and the whole crowd actually acknowledging him. But in turn... He wanted Roman to pretty much acknowledge John, but uh, didn't seem like Reigns gave a shit, bro. I like that. What do you think? Um, I like the crowd's reaction to Cena, but like Reigns said later on, Cena didn't really say anything. It was same old Cena. Agrees on one hundred and ten percent. Just because <laughs> the crowd was that enthralled, it was amazing. But he said jack shit. <laughs> That's true. When you put it like that, he did say jack shit. I mean. What did he say? It was the same old Cena, man. Same old fucking dribble. It was pretty much Cena back in like 20... Where? Every, every year, bro. From 20 fucking 18 all the way back. It's for now, it works, old... though. Because the, 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 yeah. like, the crowd hasn't been there in so long. Like I'm fine with that for now. It's Teflon Cena, bro. Yeah, I do wish he would have came out like in a different attire or like... Oh, no. Actually, jeans are actually man. in style again, but not the oversized one that he wears. Nah, they're so like passe, bro. Those over fucking sized. Yeah, the, <laughs> jorts, like the, the tighter ones with little holes in her in style now, you know? Okay, so even you the fucking, you know, the real stylish skinny fucking shorts, if you know, or jorts, should I say, you know, the ones that really yeah. have your fucking your thighs, bro, I, you know? I have a pair of them now. Wearing... Oh, skinny of course jorts. you do. I could picture you with fucking these <laughs> <laughs> real tight motherfucking jorts, bro. Yeah, you got to show the ladies the bulge, you know? <laughs> they call you sexy time for nothing, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for, for real, I wish Cena would switch up the attire. Like, the neon green doesn't do him any favors. Uh, oh, I know he can wear whatever he wants because he's a Hollywood star he's, now. And 
Oh, yes, that's right. But he's, he's from Boston after all, bro. Well, not from Boston, but close enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, what do you think about the uh, the Guardians line? For the, oh, the new man. line? That was funny, though. I'll give him that, man. He can be cheesy, but it was fucking all right, man. <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah, I'm glad what it was topical, too. It was good. No, it was good, More man. Even stuff they did was great. Definitely, bro. Even though it was the same old Cena and sort of the same old shit, in that sense, in many ways, it was a, it was a good promo, though, man. He doesn't really go wrong in any promo that he does, man. Even if it's fucking, you know, just toned down and shit or or not, you know. But it, yeah, it, it was. Anytime you get the crowd to sing along, it's it's good. They, he had him yell, "The champ is here" and stuff too. Like it was cool. No, it was definitely cool, man. And like I said, man, like can we possibly get a Cena victory at SummerSlam? I highly doubt it, but do you think there's a chance, really? No, I don't think there's a chance. It would be bad for Roman's character right now, too. You're building, it's just all about building Roman. This is the way they should have yeah. built him five years ago. <laughs> uh, well, they did try to build him like this five years ago, when you think about it, except he wasn't so much of a heel, you know what I'm saying? But, but in saying that... Yeah. They just forced him down heel. our throat. When, uh, people liked him when he was the silent badass originally in The Shield. Right, yeah, then, exactly. Then they tried to make him uh, kind of like when Kevin Nash was uh, Diesel... And he won the championship, and then they kind of made him like nerdy and try to change his personality and gimmick. That's what they did with Roman Reigns. <laughs> they kind of changed hey, his character, try to make him slick and funny with like old, you, outdated phrases. It was terrible. Are you saying that Big Daddy Cool was so like passe back then, bro? Because I was a huge fan of Diesel, bro. I went once lying. he won the title, he was. They changed his character. Before right, he, he won the title, cool, on the way up, he was awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, true, man. I mean, I wasn't a fan of Vinny Vegas, though, but still, that was back in his WCW days. But, man, the thing about Roman, and, yeah, sure, you know, hindsight, we could say he should have been done five years ago, if not more. Um, The thing is, it wasn't his fault or circumstances, and I won't even blame WWE, really, either, because think about it, man. It was all got to do with that Royal Rumble, bro, and Roman Reigns and the Daniel Bryan saga. You, you remember that, right? Yeah, I was at the one Royal Rumble was in Philly that he won too. That was right. terrible. You, I was there. You, I was at a lot. Oh, did you go to that? Oh shit! Yeah, no shit. I was one of those guys booing. It was like Kane and Big Show and him into the final three. It was, it was like a, almost a riot. Damn. Well, there you go. There's some good insight. Tell me more, please. Well, I mean, was everybody losing their shit or what? Like you yeah, just said, dude, about the riot. And it was in Philly too. Yep. Yep. That was that was a crazy. The parking lot was like getting wrecked <laughs> afterwards. Wow, that would have been that would have been a fucking mad night to go to, though, man. I, I reckon that would have been just sick. Yeah, my, my buddy, uh, we got better seats too because my buddy had a cast too, so we got a little uh -huh. closer. To supposed to, we got like handicap accessible seating. Oh, so, awesome! Yo, yeah. you broke out that last second. Say that last bit again. Uh, my buddy had a uh, had like a broken leg at the time, a broken uh, heel. So we had like oh, better seating. We got handicap accessible seating. It was pretty awesome. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's that's fucking that's what you call rocking it, bro. I mean, that's that's sick. But man, do you think look, when you think back to it, right? Do you really think it has everything to do with that event in particular with the heat on Roman? Uh no, they just changed his character too. They tried and they pushed him down her throat, kind of like how Cena was killing everybody we like. He was, he was winning too yeah, much. But, but but like I said, I still think Daniel Bryan had a lot to do with it. Not indirectly, but like, I mean, not directly, oh, well, but more indirectly, you know? Yeah, because the fans wanted Daniel Bryan and they pushed 
Roman Reigns over him. I actually wasn't that big into Daniel Bryan until he became the angry vegan. So I was more of a Roman guy than Daniel Bryan, believe it or not. <laughs> it's true. One of back then. But uh, yeah, the fans loved him. I never really got why they liked him that much. I, I, I mean, I like him now. I understand it now. But Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. But look, man, like, like I said, it was, it was, it was a. The thing about SmackDown now, bro, it feels so much more special though than Raw. When you think about it, it, it feels like a big deal, man. It's it's got. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Even back in the day, right when SmackDown was the A show sort of thing, I still felt Raw had this certain feel that SmackDown could not sort of replicate. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I totally feel that. Well, Roman Reigns is the biggest star right now, so that that helps. Um, being on Fox helps a lot too. It just the better better cameras. The lighting's different. Right. Well, Raw had a chance to feel special this week when Cena came out originally. I thought, like, wow, this is different. This is special. And then they right. just right after Cena, they went to a stupid three on three match that you've seen a hundred times. You know. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's just everything about it. Like not just being on Fox. <clears throat> excuse me, but also just the uh, the whole like feel the the set. Just the atmosphere of SmackDown has this much better sort of feel. You know what I mean? Maybe it's the fact that just Raw is like tainted. Maybe they should do like a restart, Maybe. you know? Yeah, you just, just have so many years now of like bad content. Yeah, but you could say the same about SmackDown too, uh, up until they pretty much went to Fox. Well, they had some bad content when they went to Fox too. Remember the uh, the dog food with Baron Corbin and the Rain stuff? <laughs> A recent history. I mean, they've had some glory years as well, but they had a recent history of some bad. Of shit course, they've had glory years. Of course, no doubt about it. But uh, it's just funny, man. Like how right now, though, it's just ever since Bruce Pritchard has sort of been switched over to Raw, it's it's literally the brands have switched. Yeah, maybe they they like maybe not like restart the whole show, but like maybe rebrand it a little bit, like call it Raw's War again or the War Zone, and just change it, and start over. <laughs> but a, they need to be set. Yeah, but they got to be at war though. When you think about it, hopefully now that we've got breaking news, apparently that uh, CM Punk is officially signed with AEW. That is awesome. That's gonna be so. With <laughs> him and Daniel Bryan now, wow. Did I mention it's a revolution? Hopefully he comes out the cold of personality, like we were saying the other day. Oh, he will definitely, dude. A hundred percent. You're just gonna hear out of nowhere. Looking and then it's all over, bro. Yep, yep. Speaking of singing like theme a songs, punk knock. yeah. Okay. Speaking of singing theme songs, how funny was it when Paul Hamian was doing the? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> now he killed him, man. I actually yeah. thought he was awesome. Yeah, man. I actually thought he actually made Cena look stupid in the way. He did, but uh, Cena's so over. Does it? You can say anything to him. I That's thought Cena was going to. Uh, Cena was talking so much shit on Roman lately. I thought it was going to like. Like uh, buried Roman a little bit, but Roman's promo at the end of the show tonight was fucking awesome. Uh, he he went soft on fucking Roman, bro. That was nothing. Not like a few years ago. Do you remember when he was just totally putting him down, bro? Like like work shooting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hey, when he caught well, the raw one was a little rougher on him than tonight. 
But Roman oh, Reigns man, showed this was, was nothing, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, tonight, tonight was just talking was... crowd. Yeah, bro. They were just talking smack, literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just being a flavor flave, hyping the crowd, being a hype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flavor flave. Yeah, like... <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> they were both flavor flaved, bro. But you know what I thought was the segment of the night, really, was Rollins' promo against Edge. That was awesome. I told you we needed, you have to be silent when our, uh, our savior's talking. He's doing great he right now. Me. He impressed me. I'm not going to lie, but like I was saying on social media earlier, he's giving me a fucking Riddler vibe, bro. Am I tripping in saying that? Or do you see where I'm coming from? It's just the uh, the skinny, the skinny suit. <laughs> You know, you, what, then you, it's like, you think it's that? Yeah, then he does like a little, he's doing that little like not dance, but a little like strut to the ring a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, that is kind of like a Riddler walk, but it's pretty funny. But see, he's like a cross between it, like a Jim Jones and fucking, and like a Riddler, like the walk, like, you know, like you were saying, but he's talking more like a, like, like a cult leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Total, total egomaniac. Um, he's the most, yeah, uh, got yeah. the most heat, honestly. Delusional. Sorry? He's got the most heat, honestly, out of any heel right so? now. Yeah, they're they're like the crowd was against him. Like Roman gets like half cheers, you know? Seth gets hate, which is awesome. Yeah, you know what? Seth gets that fucking X Pac heat, bro. And nah, soon I think bullshit. I think we're gonna rechristen that shit to fucking uh, uh the Messiah. Jackson, hate, Riker, Jackson Riker is X Pac heat. Seth is good heat. But Jackson Riker doesn't even get a reaction, bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not even like a reaction. Whereas Seth Rollins gets like that real like, Ugh, hate, like I fucking hate you sort of hate. It's different. <laughs> People want to see him lose. They want to, They want him on the screen now. They want They want them to faces to beat him. If he starts fucking going, John, that's yeah. it. He's, he's annoying. He's it's perfect. Like Baron Hor Corbin <laughs> was the closest to X-Pac Heat, honestly. People just didn't want to see him on this TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not going to get a great match when you see Seth. So people like, as much as they say they hate him, you're going to love the match. You, you don't. <laughs> yeah, true, man. Look, I, I can, I can go with that. I can go with that, definitely, bro. Definitely. And um, you know what's fucked up, man? I'm waiting for like a fucking. Uh, you know, it's hard for me right now to get the full results, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Online. Oh, I right now, like a second. <laughs> Yeah, no, like literally this second, so I can just run down. I mean, I remember shit, but then I'm going to be all over the place. You know what I mean? Cool. Well, we can just keep chatting about it in general until you find it, you know? All but right. uh, I would say well, for months doing. that Sami Zayn and uh, Seth, the keel wise, are doing the best job. Well, and Bailey was promo wise uh, in the recent last oh, couple of sure. three, four months by far. Definitely, bro. 100%, man. I mean, really, right now, look, I do. I've got a feeling professional wrestling at the moment. It's it's going on a bit of a turn. I know, I know that sounds crazy to some people, right? So hear me out. I'm not saying it's a revolution, like fucking Cody said, right? But um, I feel like we're going on a slow up sort of trend. You know what I'm saying? It's ratings are going to go up that which they have since fans have come back. I mean. You can say it's because of Goldberg. You can say it's because of Cena. You can say it's because of Roman, whatever, right? The fact no. is, since the Thunderdome shit is fucking stopped, we're seeing an upturn, man, you know, in terms of ratings all across the board, except for NXT, really. I feel like 
that's WCW right now. Definitely like circa 2001. NXT still was up. It was up to 700,000 views. It was up like yeah. or something. But that's and, nothing, uh, man. They they can't really go past 800,000 like tops these days if they if that. Well, that's because they shoot them their own self in the foot. Um, like imagine if they uh they could promote NXT awesomely. Imagine if they promoted Cross going up like two weeks in advance, and he had his, his big entrance and he won. And they're like, okay, check out Cross tomorrow on NXT. You know, then True. people would actually want to watch. You'd probably get like another two hundred fifty thousand, not two hundred fifty, an overrun of people from the night before. But instead, they're like hurting their own brand. Hey, that 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 really trips me out, man. When you say that, because I think the same thing, bro. And it's like, but why? You could like, promote it every week. That? Have somebody no. from NXT on every week. It'd be something new, you know. They show, showcase them, a different person. Even like Fuck, uh, man. you could even put freaking Carmelo Hayes on there and like promote your like breakout tournament for one week. You know, like hey, tomorrow sure. night we have the breakout. They could do so much to get some more fans. But they're they're dumb and stubborn and like we always <laughs> say, Vince McMahon thinks NXT is WCW. <laughs> oh well, fuck, man! It's starting to look that way. Fuck. And and to I be honest, to, man, sorry, I'm surprised they let Tony Storm win because she was from NXT. Nah, nah, I knew fucking. Come on, bro. This this yeah, be it's real. Different with the women. Yeah, it's different with women. Come on, yeah, come on, man. You know what I mean? There's no fucking way. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Um, in all honesty, though, I knew the uh, ratings were going to jump big time uh, once the uh, fans left. I saw on Twitter, like, all my followers and stuff were saying that uh, they had to Google what channel uh, SmackDown was on because it's been so long since they watched wrestling. They're waiting for uh, No fans. shit. Yeah. Damn, because I feel like SmackDown is becoming pretty mainstream to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we're just waiting. They couldn't do it. They couldn't watch it without fans. It's just... It's weird. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> creepy. Well, you know what? I hated the Thunderdome era anyway, man. I couldn't really watch it either, dude. And as you know, like I took a hiatus, man. To me, only AEW was watchable during the pandemic era. You I know what I'm saying? I, liked, I thought NXT was too. They had some fans in there. Oh, I yeah, and the, NXT. You're right. No, 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 I take that back. Oh, no, for sure. And they had, yeah, the fans in the cage like they're fucking diseased. That's yeah, so offensive, like that. bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah. let's, let's get into the SmackDown proper, right? We kick off with John Cena, obviously, like we are saying, making his way to the ring. And uh, he's saying he had to come back to take down the champion and that the match at SummerSlam was a call for fans to determine which team they're on. Cena called for Reigns to come to the ring, but instead drew out Paul Heyman. Heyman gave Cena his word that he would receive an answer to his challenge when and only when Reigns chose to come to the ring and and do so. After Jimmy Uso beat Dominic Mysterio in the final match of the show, Reigns made his way to the ring, so I'm just sort of jumping around a bit to address Cena's challenge. After ranting about uh, after ranting about Cena, Reigns denied the offer for a match, saying, we won't see you in the SummerSlam main event. But this brought Finn Bella to the ring, which was weird, dude. I mean, what do you think of that? I don't want him to lose this quick, but did you hear that pop he got? That was awesome. Yeah, he got a big pop, dude. No doubt about it. But the Finn chat, that was awesome. It's it's good. It's interesting because we don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to fight on SmackDown for the title? Obviously, Cena's going to get the title shot at SummerSlam. So, right. like, what's going to happen? Is it going to be a triple threat? Like, so that's kind of interesting because we don't know what's going to happen for once, you know? Well, 
Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. It's a good question. I, I'm not sure what to think of it, but uh, are we actually going to get fucking... If Balor's part of this, you know why he's part of the match, dude, obviously. Because we needed to have people show up because AEW signed in a lot of new people, right? No, to eat the pin. <laughs> oh, if they make it a triple threat match. Right, if they make it a triple threat match. You know if Balor's just there to eat the pin, so then Cena and fucking Rain still look strong, right? Yeah, but at this point, he just said no to Cena. So, I mean, Cena wouldn't even be in the match. I'm sure it'll end up him being in it, but storyline wise, oh, right now. Gonna, oh, you know he's going to end up in it. I mean, come he on. Better. I, I, he better. Unless, I, yeah, yeah, Vince, you better put Cena in there or else we riot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, fucking, um, like I was saying, you'll obviously be in it. I don't know how he's going to be in it unless they set up the Bellow match. With Reigns, you know, next week or the week after or some shit like that, right? They could. They probably will. They'll probably, like, shoot their load too quick. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> for sure. But like you said, he did get a big fucking pop. So, you know, I mean, damn. He's uh, back, dude. Pat, uh, Pat, Pat McAfee's uh, quote was hilarious tonight, too, when he said, look at Finn Balor's 20 abs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, There's a good meme going around too with uh, Finn Balor's abs being like corn, like a corn. Oh, yeah, corn I've seen it. yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. I've seen it. Well, anyway, it wasn't entirely clear if Balor's challenge was for SummerSlam or just for some point before because it just ended abruptly after that, true. And it would be yeah. odd to have hyped up Cena versus Reigns just to have it disappear with a simple no thanks from the champion. But Balor getting cracked at SummerSlam would also be intriguing. Could also be a distraction for Reigns since Cena isn't wrestling before SummerSlam and he can't keep showing up to cut the same promo every week. Regardless, the twist is always fun and this certainly was a twist. So we'll see what happens with that, man. Yeah, well, definitely. And Finn Balor losing to Roman Reigns on a SmackDown in a 15-minute match won't hurt Finn Balor. So that, that, it's, it's smart. Absolutely. But, but see, it's a wrong... I get what they're trying to do. I guess they want to you know, portray Finn as a big deal straight off the bat. But in doing that, does he does he look like a big deal when he loses to a bigger Roman Reigns who will make him look like a small piece of shit pretty much? Depends how he loses. What if uh, somebody starts a new feud with him during that match? You know, it makes him – he loses cheaply somehow. Jimmy Uso uh, does something. He has to feud with one of the – well, I guess they're, they have the tag titles, titles right now. But maybe that's when Bronson Reed comes up and helps the bloodline out or something like that, you know? Depends how he right. uses. And it was was it it was you that was no no it was, I think it was one of my other co-hosts that mentioned that uh long before those rumors even started that uh Bronson Reed was going to join the bloodline and I'm like why because he's Samoan right yeah I saw that tweet but someone else told you that yeah well I'm pretty sure it was a it was a, my my other co-host but anyway doesn't matter whatever whoever it was. That was the talk, but here it is. It's it actually seems to be legit. I guess we are going to have him part of the family. So I guess if you're if you're Samoan, you're automatically part of the the table now, right? I they they should do that. Samoa Joe should have been in it too. He would have been. I know Samoa yeah. Joe, right? But he was for a long younger. time. The, sorry, if they want to go younger, Bronson Reed's fine. I mean, Samoa Joe's a lot cooler, but this True. might make uh, Roman might make him Bronson Reed over. You know. So it might be a smart move if they do it. True. It's well, not well, since Finn was there to, you know, confront 
Roman Reigns. We had an earlier match against Sami Zayn, and Finn actually defeats Sami Zayn via pinfall after hitting a coup de gras. The match was Balor's first back on the main roster after he attacked Zayn in his return. What do you think of the match, dude? It was a good match. Um, I was a little sad at first that uh, Finn Balor only challenged Sami Zayn at first. I felt it was too mid-card for him, but they made up for that tonight, going for Roman Reigns right after that. So yeah, they totally got rid of my uh, my complaint. It was a good match. The internet would like it too. Hope there's no. How can anybody complain about a Sami Zayn and Finn Balor match? No, exactly. You can never complain about a match like that, even though we've probably seen it one too many times already. Not in a while, though. Not in a while, true. But still, you know what I mean. But anyway, I thought it was a decent match. It was like you said. I mean, you you're always going to expect a, a good match either way. You know what I mean, but. I won't lie, I wasn't like captivated. I was just, you know, gawking at it pretty much. Yeah, it's tough to be captivated when you know the outcome, you know? Yeah, true. No doubt, man. And, and if, the outcome, if, if Sammy won, you would have been pissed off. So it's like you get the outcome they should do or you get annoyed. <laughs> so it's tough true. to be captivated at that, you know? Personally, I wouldn't have been that pissed off, right? But I can see how the fucking IWC, YWC, would absolutely have a fit, bro. The Cry WC. Oh, the Cry WC. I like it, bro. <laughs> That's his hashtag Cry WC. Damn. Where'd you get that one, fucking Kev? Just came to me. Just came to me. Oh, look at him. It just came to him just like he's a messiah or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just embraced the vision and it came. Oh, I the like third it. Eye. Nice. I see. I see. I see what you did there, Kev. I see. <laughs> But um, anyway, we also had Big E cut an in-ring promo to address his money in the bank win, only to be interrupted by Apollo Crews, Bobby Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. This brought out Rick Boogs, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro for a ball that ended with Cesaro giving his swing to Crews. And what made me laugh, I mean, when Big E was in the middle of the ring, you could so tell he wanted to laugh at fucking Crews talking with that fucking Nigerian accent, bro. But how great was his pop? I felt so great for him when they were cheering. Yeah, that was big, bro. I think he wanted to cry right there. That's like that was the uh, highlight of his career so far, like pop wise. Yeah, even that was a bigger pop, bigger like crowd cheer than when he won the Money in the Bank. True. No, absolutely. You're right. I I did notice that, and I was thinking, damn, you know what I mean. I didn't notice that he he seemed to be emotional and whatnot, but I guess I wasn't paying attention enough. Like, but still, he. I, I feel like he was emotional. Like you couldn't tell that well, but. He had to admit. Right. Okay, well, I'm happy for him, man. Whether he wins it or not, I don't know, man, because I'm just feeling, yeah, he's going to have to jump to Raw. Yeah, like um, there was a lot of people saying it's long overdue. I don't think it was long overdue him winning the world title, which he hasn't won yet. I think it's perfect timing. I don't think he was ready before. Big e? Yeah, for Big E. I still think he's not ready yet, to be honest with you, man. I still think Lashley's on a different level and still – if I was WWE, if it's Lashley, say, I would be whole, I would make them. Whole, I mean, I'd make sure to keep the WWE Championship on Lashley, dude. Hello, yo, you can't uh, hear me. Yeah, you went out for a second. Oh, uh, did you hear anything I said the last bit? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I was just saying how if I was WWE, there is no way in hell I'd take that WWE Championship off Lashley right now, man. Oh, I, I agree with you there too. I think Big E's ready, but I, I don't think you take the title off uh, Lashley yet. So then, what do you do? Do you slow burn these till like next WrestleMania? Say, no, nah, 
four to six months. Well, then who does he? Who's whose belt does he go after? And and who does he well, defeat? Lashley assuming hopefully Lashley will be ready to lose the title in about six months. That'll be an awesome run he had. So you're saying he should slow burn this money in the bank briefcase before he checks uh, catches it in? Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think they should slow burn it too, man. As long as he doesn't start getting heat about, you know, because, you know, like the fans are going to start being like fickle as they always are. Like, oh, when is he going to cash it? He's still holding on to that damn thing. Oh, I it's apparent. If, uh, if he does too many fake outs, they'll get like that. If he comes out every show, that gets kind of annoying. If it only happens like two or three times, the fake outs, I don't think the fans will turn on him that much. And see, that's where you got to be careful, man. Yeah, it's a thin line. Definitely a thin line. Oh, but uh, what, was the, what was the whole point of this segment, by the way, too? So Biggie comes out, and then they're talking about the Intercontinental title after that. The tag team, the tag team comes yeah. out, and they said they want the Intercontinental Championship. Like this whole segment didn't make sense, though. It's just to get it these did. guys. On. Why would Biggie give a shit? Yeah, and why would Apollo come out for nothing? <laughs> You're not going to yeah, win the Money in the Bank briefcase off them, off them. And then Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler are a, a tag team. Why would they care about the Intercontinental Championship? Dude, one thing I noticed about the fucking uh, about Ziggler and fucking Rude, how good does Rude look right now, dude? Dude, he is so underutilized. Oh, <laughs> big time! How could they not see? I know like he's a, like a, sorry. He should be sorry. like a six-time Intercontinental being right now, like on the verge of winning the brand, winning the world title right now. Uh, you're breaking up, Kev. He should be like a six-time Intercontinental champion right now. You know, like one of the best Intercontinental champions of all time. And potentially a world champion in the future if they knew how to book him. Future? He's in his 40s, bro. Well, within two years from now or something, you know? <laughs> He'd be like AJ 48. Is, probably. John Cena is 44. AJ Styles is 44, you know? Yeah, but Cena's been there, done that years ago. And same with AJ Styles, man. Come on now. You wouldn't give Bobby Roode a world title reign if you if he was I booked would, properly. I though, from, would. No, right. absolutely. Right. I'm a huge fan of Robert Roode, right? No, really. I really am. Always have been, even from back in TNA. I've always said he's TNA's version of Triple H. Think about it. Tell me he wasn't like Triple H at one stage back in the day. They had a lot of similarities, like the, the way they, their wrestling style and stuff. Not just their wrestling style, but even the way he – I almost feel like Bobby Roode sort of uh, – Mimics Triple H in many ways. It's his mannerisms. He probably just, does. He's a good person to take from. Definitely, man. He just he just comes across even when he when he used to wear the suits. It was just something about him, man. Like you know what I mean. And I don't think he's trying to be Triple H. I just I don't know. They just seem like similar type of dudes. Except Robert Roode seems more low key though, like more to himself. Yeah, not as egotistical. <laughs> No, no, we near, no, fuck no. But you know what? Fucking Hunter can be fucking, he's got every right to be fucking egotistical, man, you know, with what he's achieved. And he's not really that egotistical. Let's be real, man. If you're not sure. trying to fucking, if you're not trying to sort of like encroach on his spot or, you know what I'm saying, in his spot, he well, there's no reason for him to be, you know, egotistical, especially when he's in a management role right now where, you know, he takes care of talent, you know, books shit. There's no if, reason uh, for him to be that. If Bret Hart never existed, um, everyone would love Triple H. 
You know, and if Stephanie didn't exist, everybody would love Triple H. And that's not unfair yeah. on him, man, because he's – are you telling me he's not fucking top 15 best ever of all time? Uh, he's – like in my lifetime, I, I didn't really watch WCW when I was a kid. Like Triple H is the oh, best really? heel to me that I've watched. And now going back and watching stuff, I see Ric Flair is better. But growing up, Triple H is by far the best heel I'd ever seen. Yeah, see, for me, Triple H – I'm like grow, me growing up and I'm trying to not be, you know, cause there's a lot of marks out there, dude, that will just be like, you know, you know, I was never a Hulkamaniac. You know what I mean? I was never into Ultimate Warrior, but it's like bullshit. You weren't man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like bullshit. Don't act like you weren't. I was a fucking Hulkamaniac. I was a fucking little warrior. You know what I mean? Yep. I was, and I was a fucking diesel fan. I said it. There you go. Diesel fan. And I was a Razor Ramon fan too. All right. My you know who my, is, uh, my first, my first, well, I'll let you finish your point first. What was that? Oh, no, I was going to say, like, my point is, like, why do you have to act like, oh, no, man, I was never a fan of the of those guys, man. You, you don't know shit. It's like, fuck you, man. You so were a fan. You're just in denial trying to act cool, like fucking professional wrestling. You're cool. Yeah, and no one hates The Undertaker. No one in the world. You know, and no then like, one, remember, no one. remember he like got raised to heaven in one match too, and yeah, yeah. shot a lightning bolt at his. his that was Royal Rumble '94, I believe, when he raised. Yeah, he, he, and no one hates he, Kane either he, too, and he like makes the ring shoot fire. Like, come on, everybody. <laughs> I know, man. That, that's right. But anyway, was that what you were going to say before? No, nah, I was going to say, guess who my uh, the first wrestling match I ever watched was when I was like a kid. I can barely remember it. What in, match? In my, it was uh, a Saturday night main event, Mr. Perfect against Tito Santana. Oh, and shit. Was, Tito Santana. Yeah. Was he part of Strike Force at the time? Nah, he was like, he was solo. And he had like his little blue trunks. And like, uh, I was like rooting for, for Tito. I thought he was going to win. And my mom was like, he's not going to win. Like, she kind of knew what wrestling was, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, he, he, like, he like just rolled him up. He's about to pin him. <laughs> he's like, oh, the guy's yeah. name's Mr. Perfect. He's not going to lose. I'm like, yeah, he is. And then I got all mad that uh, Mr. Perfect won. <laughs> you know what my first match was believe it or not they got me into pro wrestling what's up Wrestlemania 2 Hulk Hogan and uh, King Kong Bundy nice that's what got me fucking full hooked bro like I saw a couple of things before that but that match for some reason in particular got me all in bro that's awesome I went back and watched that Wrestlemania 3 was the first like pay-per-view I watched with my grandma the Andre the Giant obviously Hogan Got me into it for, for lifetime. Yeah, Wrestle, WrestleMania 3 was the first real vivid pay-per-view I remember watching, like, from start to finish that I remembered clearly. Like, WrestleMania 2 I remember clearly, mm -hmm. but WrestleMania 3, like, I really, like, you can't forget it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and uh, the guy I thought could have been the best heel ever if he had a longer career in one company, he kept jumping around too much, was uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, man. You know what's funny? Now that you bring up Ravishing Rick Rude, right? My favorite pay-per-view all the time, you're probably going to laugh and probably not expect it. SummerSlam. On the word? Yeah, yeah, exactly. SummerSlam 1990, bro. When him nice. and Warrior in the steel cage, bro. Like, I don't know if you remember that match. I don't know why, but I love that card from top to bottom, bro. That was I also the, the card again. But yeah, it was, I remember loving that pay-per-view. Yeah, it was just awesome, man. It was like uh, the Half Foundation against um, Demolition for the 
for the tag belt. And that was in a two out of three falls match, which was pretty sick, man. And then Hawk and Animal fucking, you know, pretty much fucked up Demolition. And that's how the Half Foundation got the win. It was just the whole card and just the way it flowed. I don't know. I've just looked at that event really fondly for some weird reason, man. It was a good card. It was, man. It yeah, definitely I wish, was. Uh, Rick Rude had the uh, the big gold belt once too, but they don't acknowledge it as a world title reign in WCW. You know why? Nah, I, I think I read why on Wikipedia before, but I, I forget why. The, why it's don't because for whatever reason, they changed it. it what happened was basically Rev and Rick Rude sort of won the, the interim WCW championship while Flair sort of took off for a little bit. Like he was sort of in dispute with WCW about contracts and shit. So he, he ran off with the actual belt. That's why he turned up in WWE. With okay, the was, real... that, was that 93? Right. And that's why he yeah. turned up because that was the real world championship, pun intended, because it really was, right? That, that Royal Rumble was the, the most stacked lineup ever too. Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, Royal Rumble 92 is one of the best ever, man. No doubt about it. But in saying that, remember how Flair was w- turned up with the WCW title? Yeah. And they were calling him the real world champion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the time, at the time, since Ric Flair came to WWF, Ravishing Rick Rude got given the big gold belt, right? It wasn't the original one that Flair took with him to WWE. But it was like another version, looked exactly the same, except they called it the International Championship. So the WCW International Championship. I wish they'd acknowledge that stuff. And I wish they would acknowledge when uh, Ted DiBiase bought the uh, title from Andre. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool, bro. I remember yeah, that like it was the world title Oh, hell yeah, man. That was on Saturday night's main event that happened, didn't it? I believe so. I believe so. I mean, I was a kid, so. Yeah, was awesome. I was a kid too. I'm pretty sure it was Saturday night's main event. But, man, I look at those 80s fucking events, like watching professional wrestling in the 80s, man, those days I used to love it, man. And I still think it, it holds up pretty well even till this day. It does. Yeah, it does. And um, I, it's sad too, like when we're kids too, like uh, WWE insults our intelligence now with the wins and losses. Oh, when we're right. kids, we either remember thinking like if some of their booking decisions were bad. Like you can tell when a guy like didn't resign or something. I remember when like Tatanka. I love Tatanka, and I'm like, "Why the fuck's this guy losing?" And I was like a little kid. I'm like, "This is stupid." (laughs) You know what's funny about that? What? I was calling the hotlines, bro, from fucking ten years old, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I swear to God, man, I was literally calling the hotline. So I knew of Melter and fucking Keller from when I was like a kid, pretty much. Because of those fucking hotlines. Nice. And and to say I didn't fucking, uh, man, I'm telling you how much money I cost my family. Doof. I called the Ross report before, I believe. When, like, like <laughs> yes, yeah. you're signing with the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's a slob and I can fuck. Nah, anyway. No, God bless fucking JR, man. But fucking, I never called JR's hotline, Mo, but still, man. Oh. I just called like local sort of um, Australian version. Like I couldn't call the WCW hotline or the w- or the WF hotline or whatever, right? Unless I made an international call. But at, at that age, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So they were kind of local um, hotlines where they would basically get all the information probably from Meltzer and Keller 
and pretty much broadcast it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't Vince Vuce, Vin, Vince uh, Russo have a hotline for a little bit too? Yeah, he did. He did. Venom Vince or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic Venom. Yeah. I might have called that one back in the day too when I was a kid. Bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, look, man, no no knocking fucking uh, Vinny Rue because, like I said, he's a fan of the show, bro. He follows us on Twitter too. Nice. People need to acknowledge the good he did, you know? I would have oh, no complaints yeah, about him. That's no pun either. We mean he didn't that. give the world title to himself and, and David Arquette, uh-huh. I would he would have like a would have one right now. If it wasn't for those two choices, I would have no complaints about the guy. Look, man, I've really never had a complaint about Vince Russo other than what he thought of today's professional wrestling, bro. They used to burn me because at one stage I couldn't listen to his show because all he was doing was just shitting on shit. Even when shit was good, he was still just shitting on it. And I'm like, all right, I can't listen um, to this guy for now. It's, so at, at times he came off bitter. Um, I don't He's blame not him. like that these days. The last ah. couple of years he hasn't been as bad. I'm talking about years ago, bro. He was just shitting on everything. I'm talking about once, once he starts shitting on shit that was actually good, and yeah. you know me, man, I shit on a lot of shit, bro. But this was just overkill. I was like, nah. He's he's losing my, he's losing his credibility for saying that shit. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that shit on shit just to shit on shit. There are people that say Roman Reigns isn't the mo- the most over wrestler. You know, like it's oh, ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here, man. Then you don't know but professional far. wrestling if you think that. <laughs> Kenny's True. up there, but Roman Reigns is the uh, the most over full time professional wrestler. Let's be real. And you saying even bringing up Kenny's name could fucking generate heat, Kev. So be careful. I know. I like Kenny, guys. I'm I'm saying Roman is more over. Roman is the standard of professional wrestling right now. Absolutely. And I I agree with you like wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? And you know me. I'm a fucking Kenny Mark, bro. Right? I don't even think Hangman should be Kenny for the title. I think it should be someone else. Like Kenny should keep the title longer. I agree. And you know what? A lot of people are starting to think that way too, bro. I don't yeah, think Hangman's Kenny loses it now. You don't think so? Nah, he's over, but not as over as he could have been when he was first started doing the cowboy shit stuff. I think the Dark Order is bringing him down a little bit. Oh, it definitely has brought him down. And let's be honest, Kev, I think cowboy shit, the term, is more over mm-hmm. than Hangman Page himself. There, I said it. Is it enough though? So he, he's over too. If he would say it every week and just use that as a crutch, I would agree with you. So you're 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 disagreeing with me then about the about cowboy shit, the actual phrase, not being yeah, I agree. more over than. Like, oh, he, you agree? Oh. That's his, no, no, that's his lifestyle. He he is cowboy shit. So I, I think he can say it. It's not, you know <laughs> that when you say cowboy shit, that's him. That's right. True. Yeah. Which so when is you're a positive. That, yeah. Because when you think of cowboy shit like you just said you think of hangman page yeah but i think the dark order should break up get him away from hangman page get a new name keep grayson and uh grayson and and evil uno together keep johnny hungy with alex reynolds but just all break up and get different names well uno and grayson i actually don't mind so much uno now has become a bit of a goof right and especially after he's lost so much weight but yeah they're just pretty much like a Santino Morello gang right now, you know? You can have one of those, but you got a whole gang of that. Like, it's just, it, no yeah, one's benefiting. 
They remind me of the foot soldiers from fucking Ninja Turtles, bro. <laughs> Like, I love Johnny Hockey. He's funny, but like it's it's bringing Hangman down. It's just if anybody he's got an old now. Well, he was hurt. John Silver. John, John Silver was so over with me at one stage, right? But now it's just so like, like yeah, dude. It was like so yes yesterday. It's like, dude, do something different now, man. Please. Well, if it was just him, it'd be awesome. He could be their Santino Morello. They got the whole gang of it though. <laughs> You know, or he can be their Chris Benoit, bro. You're going to have to expand on that? <laughs> no, nah, that's what my ex-co-host Chris fucking used to say, and I never used to get it, bro. He'd be like, man, he's got this Chris Benoit thing to him. I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, bro. No fucking way, man. Shout out to Chris anyway, you know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I like, ain't dude, touching I that. You- <laughs> yeah, man. He was no fucking rabid Wolverine and... Obviously not a murderer, but anyway, I digress. Let's move on. Let's get back into SmackDown, actually, because uh, we just sort of went on a different tangent then, which was cool because I actually like how we did that. But what do you think of the Angelo Dawkins-Chad Gable fucking match? Dawkins wins via pinfall. And wasn't this in the, the, the festival, the Rolling Loud festival? Yeah, first I'd like to say, why wasn't Big E there? While he does his theme song, that would be awesome if he rapped the, the, the song again like he did at WrestleMania and came out. He might have got the crowd more into it. I'll tell that you why. Smarter. But uh, he wasn't I'm hit big, enough. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I guess the crowd came in at LA. I'm going to pretend yeah. the piping sound was the live crowd. It's that It was a lot better then. But I, I do love I I, I love this, though, just because uh, it was WWE taking a chance doing something different. They got to start doing more things like this. You got dynamite yeah. on like Jericho Cruz and doing to different venues. And this is great. Keep doing stuff like this. Even if like the crowd wasn't into it, maybe 30 of those people were, and then they tell their friends, they tell you grow an audience. Yeah, true, man. Uh, no doubt about it. What up Woody Bush? What's cracking, man? But anyway, yeah, you're right, bro. Fucking no doubt about it, man. But this rolling loud festival is kind of weird, man. If they're going to do that shit, don't even have it on SmackDown, man. Just promote it, like, during the festival. Show little fucking, you know, like, highlights on the on the network or some shit. Did they really need to have it as part of SmackDown anyway, when you think yeah, about it? Yeah, that's how, that's how you grow the audience. It looks cooler. It's, like, a legit thing. It's live, you know. Like, um, but like the, the IWC is going to notice the piped-in sounds. The people at home watching on TV aren't going to notice that. A little yeah, kid's but, like, oh, you know, this is cool. What, what about the Cry WC, like you said, bro? <laughs> I almost said that again. <laughs> I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, this is embarrassing. Like, what the fuck's embarrassing about <laughs> it? There's nothing embarrassing about it. They're actually in a, like a festival. That's, a, that's awesome they're even allowed to be in that festival. Well, man, <laughs> that's – this going to be a new thing. Oh, yeah, and they didn't even show it, did they? They spoke about it, but they didn't even show it. They didn't even cut back to it. You know how much money they have to pay Rick Ross if they cut to Rick Ross doing his performance? Rick Ross. (laughs) I'm the boss. The boss. (laughs) Rick Ross. But anyway, fucking Rick Ross, man. But anyway, man, they, they, they fucking acknowledge him, and then they don't show shit, but... It is what I, it I is. I start giving Chad Gable some wins, by the way, or he's going to go to AEW too. You think? 
Yeah, like he has a lot of friends in AEW, so like they gotta get him some wins if they want to keep him and make him happy. Well, let's be honest, they're all fucking friends, man. Anyway, but oh yeah, what I wanted to say. Speaking of AEW, I was gonna say, you know how you brought up Roman Reigns being number one, right? Yes. In all of the whole industry, I totally agree. Reigns number one, but see, I'd put Lashley number two, and then Kenny, and even have- then, putting Kenny number three, he's still gonna generate me heat by saying that. I have Drew above Lashley, and I have Kenny above Lashley. Andrew, you got Drew above Lashley. Oh, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. Really? Absolutely. Not this Drew, man. I can't, man. I just this is goofball, fucking Drew, bro. This is your, have, you know, white meat baby audience, face of the eighties, bro. I have people over for the pay per views, and I bring like the casual fans over, and Drew's the only guy since like. Cena and stuff that they liked. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Game of Thrones character. It was like, that guy's fucking awesome. He's a badass. He looks real. Then they're like, oh, I know Lashley from from 10 years ago. He's fucking gender, bro. Think about this for a second. Do you want him to go for the world title for the 80th time? (laughs) That's why. You got to do something. Dodie doesn't have any even close to main eventers except for like four guys because they fire everybody. No. Well, well, speaking of fired, fucking uh, <laughs> little fucking short, short wearing Braun Strowman seems to be coming back as well, I bro. I mean, it seems to... right. And it was you that said yep. on the Raw recap show, or was it Money in the Bank? It was one of those shows. I noticed that night he had new uh, new shirts on the uh, WWE Shop.com. Monsters are real, brand new. Look. Exactly. I was going to just say so. You were onto it, Kev. I'll, I'll give you that one, man. And it seems like fucking little fucking. <laughs> oh, man, I can't get that image out of my head, dude. Daisy Dukes, Braun Strowman, he's he's coming straight back, dude. Yeah, that's a guy Drew could feud with again. But like, they need to build more guys. The guy, obviously, Drew's feuding with Ginger because there's nobody to feud with. Keith Lee could have been a guy, but you got to make him strong. He's weak. Karen Cross could be a guy, but he's feuding with Jeff fucking Hardy. (laughs) He already feuded with Sheamus. It's like their roster's lacking in the main event. Yeah, it's lacking in fucking logic, bro. Because one time or another, these guys were all main event players at one stage, bro. Or could be. Even the guys that aren't. That's a little bit. Sheamus was, AJ Styles was, Drew was. AJ, that's why AJ should be solo again, like I keep pitching too. But that's gonna have to wait till they lose the titles to RK Bro. Yeah, and not, and to be honest, man, I think uh, their Human Omos's run as World Tag Team Champions has been kind of better than expected. I don't know. That's the vibe I get, bro. Well, when you expect shit and you get toilet paper, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than. Or should I say, you know, or should you say, when you expect shit and you get fucking a little nugget come out instead? Yeah, you pick the corn out, you can feed the family. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of Omos. You're not, man. What's your problem with Omos, bro? Omos, whatever you want to call him. Fucking why, dude? I know he's green, but come on, man. He's got a presence to him. That's why they have a performance center. He's not ready yet. (laughs) 
Are you saying he can't wrestle, dude? Not yet. I'm thinking he potentially could. <laughs> he's on TV before he's ready. Yeah, you tell him to his face, bro. I bet you you, you wouldn't say it to him. Um, he, he, I, He'd be like Shooter McGavin to me. He's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. That's what he would say to me. <laughs> <laughs> I choke slam. <laughs> anyway. Not saying he can't of- get there. He's not there yet. Shanky's not there yet. Shanky Deer's will never there get there yet. yet, bro. They got guys on TV. like they, They'll talk shit on AEW Dark Elevation, but they got guys on fucking Raw that aren't there yet either. <laughs> I think we need Shotgun Saturday night right back on TV, bro. Heck, fucking bring Velocity back too. <laughs> Why not, bro? But anyway, since we're still at the Rolling Loud Festival, we get Angelo Dawkins defeating... Wait, that's what I was spoke about the last match. Sorry. I was meant to say we had a SmackDown Women's Championship match between Bianca Belair and Carmella. And Bianca wins via pinfall. And this was also at the Rolling Loud Festival. <laughs> and, I mean, this match didn't even feel like a championship match, bro. Not Dude, I'll be honest. I, like, didn't even notice it was for the belt. <laughs> Neither did I. Neither did I. I, I. I swear to God, I actually didn't. Yeah, I but, saw uh, Bianca like, hold the belt up and stuff, but I didn't even realize it was a title match. Right. And you know what else I didn't notice? Apparently, there was fireworks on display for the champion after the match. I saw that. It was cool. I actually never noticed that shit, bro. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> they, well, the funny thing was they kept – you know how they do those shitty uh, cuts on the camera all the time? Right. This time they went to the crowd and no one in the crowd was like making any noise. They cut back real quick. (laughs) They did that like six times. It's pretty funny. Fucking hell. How embarrassing. Jesus. Anyway, we move on to Baron Corbin apologizing to Kevin Owens for his past behavior, leading Owens to give Corbin some money as Corbin's bad run of luck continued. Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox accidentally fired the rocket from their tank into Corbin's groin. Ouch. Knocking him to the floor before Rudin Ziegler stole the money. So now we got um, the dirty that dogs. Was hilarious. That was fucking hilarious when the dirty dogs took their money. So we got said, thieves now. Yeah, I was thinking they. Should, I was saying they should change their name to the Scavengers over the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> the Scavengers. Oh shit. Hashtag like, that. Yeah, make, make that their new tag team. Maybe not name. It'd be a much cooler name. <laughs> the Scabs. <laughs> scabs. <laughs> scavengers. <laughs> Scavengers. The fucking scavengers. <laughs> yeah, the scavenger. Oh, that's too good, man. We got fucking yeah, Dolph Scavenger and fucking Robert fucking Scab. Yeah, it's the like a modern day uh, repo man where you just like pick people's pockets, <laughs> go in their locker and steal shit and stuff. Instead of being money, it's fucking uh, Scab and Scav. Scab and Scab. I jokingly said online too. I don't know if I tweeted or wrote on Facebook. I'm like, come on, just give poor Baron Corbin a Newport, somebody. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I think I remember that. Yeah, man, that was funny. I laughed at that shit too, bro. But the he looks best like a fucking guy in Philly. He's like, I'll wash your windows. Just give me a Newport. Yeah. It's so true, though, man. But yeah. uh, I like your Tony. I couldn't give him one anyway. But hey, true. But I was gonna say. Kevin, if this doesn't get what I think it's going to get, I'll be bitterly disappointed because my girl and everyone's girl, Tony Storm, defeats Zelina Doghouse Vega via pinfall after hitting a Storm 1. Really? Storm 1? 
And why does uh, Zelina Vega have half of uh, Jimmy, Jay, excuse me, Jay Uso's haircut? Well, I believe Zelina had it first. She did have it first. <laughs> she you think did. you got to talk about it. It's just weird that she has the top and then Jimmy. Well, Jimmy has half now and Jay has the bottom. Yeah. Half. So that's are they bloods now, bro? Is that what the, or is it the colors of some Samoa? Uh, I guess when Jimmy went to DUI prison, he had to get like uh, <laughs> a tag. <laughs> <laughs> that was a <laughs> well, anyway. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what is it, kid? What is it? I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Carmella for the dollar this week. Hallelujah. I'm a sucker for that ass. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a sucker for that, but if you're a sucker for that ass, for I don't blame you, bro. I just like her whole punk style, too. It's girl yeah, I would try to date. She's really, a cool I would think everybody in the world would try to date her, and she's cool in her accent. Definitely. But get this, dude. She's with fucking Juice Robinson, bro. CJ Parker. Yeah, he told me. He has, like, a terrible gear, by the way. I hate his pants. Oh. Oh god, I hate his pants, bro. Yeah, what are they, like not polka dots? What is it? Freaking like uh checkered or something? Yeah. Just disgusting, bro. Yo, fucking juice. I know you got the fucking the maddest chick on the planet right now in Tony Cakes, but dude, change those motherfucking pants, please. Yeah, I was so excited they were coming to like impact and to watch them like, what the fuck are you guys wearing? <laughs> I was like rooting against them. That that attire. It's all about the jewels, bro. <laughs> that they fin jewels. They ain't got the drip. Uh, definitely. But then who are we to tell the fucking them that they don't have the fucking drip? Because he's got Tony, bro. True, true. He can do whatever. <laughs> so we're the fucking, we're the fucking sad motherfuckers here. <laughs> if we ever have a show go on video, like we'll just start wearing some uh, checkerboard pants then too. Try to get Tony <laughs> with a bulge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it anyway let's fucking move right along to um to jimmy uso defeating dominic mysterio via pinfall which was essentially the main event well you know not the main event segment but essentially the main event and uh yeah why is dominic mysterio always getting so much tv time bro what's up why is Dominic Mysterio not getting the fuck off my TV anytime soon? They need some young people like on the roster to, to you know. <laughs> what are you trying to say, bro? They they're all old. Yeah. AEW's <laughs> <laughs> got like Sammy, Darby. They got uh, Jungle Boy. So they better push some young guys, you know. Well, dude, I've always said, and I've said this for months, that AEW's got the best young talent in all of professional wrestling right now, period. The vast majority of them, you know? Think about it, dude. Like, who does WWE have equivalent in that age bracket like a Sammy Guevara? And I'm talking about on the same level. MJF, you know what I mean? Max Caster, who's not really well, a kid, but they call him a kid anyway because he's 31 years old. Female-wise, they absolutely do. Male-wise, they do not. Well, like Chris Statlander? Like Baker. No, I mean, uh, well, the, the AW, excuse me, the, the WWE women are 
better than the AEW women for in majority. hundred oh, percent, right? Yeah. yeah, but it's catching up. It's catching up slowly, though. Um, as much as I love Tay Connie and like Anna J, like they they're not as talented. At, yeah, nah, they're divas, bro. They're your modern day WWE divas. If there was a divas division, bro, let's be honest. Tay Connie's got that Brazilian jiu jitsu stuff. She can get there. You know, she's gonna work hard and get there. Anna J, hopefully, will. Taya Conti has improved tenfold, bro, since her days in NXT. Idiotic to let that girl go. Oh, my God, bro. I, I Honestly, bro, I never used to take her seriously while she was in WWE, right? Honestly, because she was just eye candy, really, when you think about it, right? But now in AEW, man, she's improved so much that I can take her serious as an actual professional wrestler, dude. Yeah, she's going to be good. <clears throat> she is in many ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, moving on to Well, real quick we, though, like what other what young male WWE guys do they have? Like Humberto Carrillo. How old's Carrillo? Like Carrillo and WWE. Dominic? Yeah, is that all they have? Pretty much young guys that are on the main roster? That are sort of on their way up, like thirty. That are essentially stars. Would you consider stars? Would like would you consider well look at Angel Gaza? I don't think they uh, they use him. Like he's not on the same level, Sammy. They, he could be. But that's true. Be. That's true. He could be and should be right. But he he actually isn't. That's the problem. I guess you know what I mean. I guess technically Umberto Carrillo isn't on that level either. But he should be and could be too. Dominic Mysterio. But but he's built like he kind of is when you think about it. Now, if you rewind a few years when Humberto Carrillo first actually debuted in WWE along those lines on the main roster. He was kind of pushed straight away, dude. Yeah, rightfully so. Him and Angel Garza and Andrade back then too. All three of them were, were pushed. Andrade w- should have been pushed to the moon. He was a star long before WWE, man, as La Sombra. But, but he's still kind of like on AEW right now. It's, it's kind of clinky and cringy when he's out there a little bit. They gotta, they're going to figure it yeah. out. But it's, no, a little, right. it's not there yet. And Chavo's believe, not the right guy for him, yeah, by the way. I'm, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to mention Chavo. I mean, what Chavo do you think of that? Off, Chavo comes off nice, you know, when he talks. Andrade needs like an asshole to talk for him. I hear he's Kerwin White, essentially, bro. Yeah, like the uh, – what's his new – the Alex dude that, that manages uh, Penta, he would have been better better uh, fit for uh, Andrade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. I thought he was meant to be fired, bro. Um, why? He's, he's good. He's good in his role. No, no, no. Don't you remember that incident with, uh, oh, what's her name, bro? The Japanese female, they used to be champion. I can't think of her name right Wasn't now for some reason. Guy? That was a different guy. He got, uh, somebody got fired. Yeah, it was somebody else. I thought it was him, bro. Nah, it was somebody else. Oh, strange. Oh, weird, because yeah. they look alike. Yeah, that guy got fired. Oh, okay, interesting. But anyway, it wasn't it the guy that was doing the, you know, the Spanglish yeah. lessons on being the elite? Isn't that Abrahantes right now? Uh, I don't watch being the elite anymore, so I'm not sure, but I know the guy got fired for it. That It wasn't the same guy. Yeah, I don't watch being the elite really anymore either, man. It's not like it used to be, that's for sure. Well, I liked it, but then it made me like, uh, it's not, it made me like, 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 not like certain guys because they uh they were going against their characters, you know, they're being too goofy. Yeah, it's 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 just a show now. Like literally, it's become like a show. It's not what it was meant to be. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but guys that are enemies are like doing jokes. They're in on each other's jokes and stuff. So I stopped watching it because it was making me not appreciate Dynamite as much. Right, no, fucking absolutely. But um, like we were saying earlier, we were mentioning about Edge and Seth Rollins brawling and uh, and the Seth promo, which I thought was promo of the night, or maybe even equal first with uh, Roman because Roman killed it too with his promo. But uh, Seth yeah. Rollins, man, I think he's on the way back on top. Sooner or later, that. dude. Acknowledge, acknowledge that. I'm acknowledging it, man. <laughs> Bow down to the Messiah. Embrace I'll give the vision. <laughs> Embrace the vision. The only problem is, you know, I don't want to bow down too much in front of Seth Rollins, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but back, he'll beat you up. <laughs> Uh, let me just say, uh, broken back, uh, you know, <laughs> don't you remember those videos or you've totally rubbed them out of your head? They're, don't say rubbed them out. That's real. Uh, I did not rub anything out involving stuff. I erased them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got to embrace that vision. I've got to get back on track and embrace my Messiah. Forget in Seth we trust. We can forget the uh the weird shit Kenny Omega did. We can forget the <laughs> Seth Rollins did. All right. Oh, I know man, you I'm personally gonna... will never forget the Ricochet stuff, but I, oh, I forgot that. about it. Why'd you mention it, bro? <laughs> I actually forgot about it, man. <laughs> I didn't even mention <laughs> finger banging not once on the fucking Money in the Bank fucking review. Did that you notice shot. that? See, it was yeah, out of sight, out of mind. That that uh that gear he has too doesn't do him any favors. He was much cooler looking in the jeans, to be honest. Yeah, what happened? What happened with that man? Why is he back in his little fucking uh tight tight? I don't know, man. Maybe he likes looking like that. He looks bad. <laughs> like I mean, some guys like the the speedo works. Like Randy Orton looks awesome. I get it. I get it. But Ricochet uh, it doesn't work. He, I, he... Only because of the you know the fingers you know and and they call fucking Kenny Finger Mc. Uh, to a twinkle McFinger bang, you know what I mean? Maybe it's because he's got small legs, you know, like it works for Pac. You know, Pac is huge. Yeah, thigh. yeah, I get you, I get you. And even though Pac is small, like as in short, he's yeah. he's a tank though, bro. Pac's a small guy I could see getting a world title reign one day because he's so fucking huge, you know? Yeah, he's a big boy. He's got that Benoit sort of build. Now that's more of a better Benoit uh, comparison right. than... <laughs> True. True that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking seriously, Chris, I still can't believe you said fucking John Silver. My God. Like, seriously. <laughs> well, anyway, Kev, I mean, I think we covered SmackDown, bro. Are we missing anything? I mean, is there more to say yes. about Roman Reigns doing that missionary uh, comment? It was fucking oh, was hilarious. That. Right. That was Absolutely. Great. That's going to make me. It's going to make him be a face, though. People are going to love that and start cheering that if he keeps making those kind of comments. That was awesome. I'm then, just uh, hoping that's that why Cena, uh, that's why John Cena dated Nikki Bella for so long because he's probably probably bad in bed apparently to all missionary. Uh, do you think that was a little fucking jab at Cena? Like, like uh, that had a lot more personal fucking ring to it than people even realize. Nah, I was just kidding on that. Paul Heyman probably came up with that line. He's like, "Dude, use this. See if you can get away with it." Oh, like, for you, sure. You that sounds this. very Heyman like, like. You can say this and you won't get in trouble. Like, trust me, it's gonna be awesome. Like Dolph yeah, Ziggler no, would probably say that, but not Roman Reigns. Dolph, man, him the way he's straining his hair is just looking weird, bro. I think he needs to cut it or some shit. 
Um, I always liked him with his original haircut, his little like like curly blonde. Yeah, yeah, like the wavy fucking look. Yeah, he looks like uh, there's a meme going around of Sid Vicious without his curls. It looks like oh, Dolph yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Doesn't it look like That's Dolph's current haircut? It Is does. It? That's an old peak, actually. Yeah, that's actually a few years old now, like two, three years old, maybe. Okay. Yeah, and it just resurfaced again, and now it's become a meme. Weird how it just that happened. But yeah, no, I've seen that a few times. Yeah, people got to find new memes, you know? <laughs> well, if people haven't seen it, if it never went viral the first time, I guess it works the second time, right? Definitely. Um, There was another thing I wanted to – oh, yeah. Did we cover – like, do you – do we both agree that CM Punk's officially AEW now? Do you think the rumors are 100% spot on? Um, yeah, I'd say 90% spot on. There's like a slight chance something could happen because CM Punk is stubborn. Right. But, but I uh, think it's 90% over the line right now because of the, the type of dirt sheets that are, that are sort of posting this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's such a st- – like everyone said like WWE was going to make him a final offer and like it would be too tough to turn down. But CM Punk's such a, uh, I'm not going to say stand-up guy, but he's, like, really uh, into his own, he has his own belief system, and he's, right. like, won't waver to that. So I knew there was no chance of him going back there. Yeah, you know, you're probably right, bro, for you sure, know? man. And he would, if he said, like, all right, fire Triple H and I'll come back, then he would consider it. <laughs> that That's not happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. That is definitely not. And I... Uh, I don't get why. I can see why Triple H wouldn't like someone like CM Punk because he just looks like a dork in many ways. I hate to say it. I'm a Punk fan, but he's a bit of a dork too, bro. Well, I understand why they wouldn't like him too because he they don't he doesn't look like he can beat somebody up. You know, like Kevin Nash yeah, said doesn't. in one of the interviews too that like the rest he said the wrestling industry died when Guerrero and Benoit became world champions. I disagree. With that. Say the last bit again. Kev, say that last because you broke up. Say that last bit again. Kevin Nash in an interview years ago said the wrestling industry died once uh, Benoit and Guerrero became world champions. Because they don't or it's not mine. I disagree with that. Yeah, no, They're big enough and strong enough where they could be like a champion, but like uh, no one's going to stop them in the airport and be like, you know, like, no, you're special. That's what Kevin Nash was trying to say. Yeah, so I mean, shit. CM Punk's half of them, you know? He's not even yeah. close well, to us. Quote, unquote, Vanilla Midget. That was straight out of Kevin Nash's mouth. Yeah. And that was directly to fucking Punk. Daniel Bryan, too, doesn't look like a guy that could beat up a Kevin Nash in real life. Maybe <laughs> he can. You know, maybe he can, but... Nah, no chance, bro. Hey, there's some, there's a few. What's going on with Randy Orton, man, in particular? Um, rumor has it he asked for time off, a uh, family issue or something, or something personal. Well, here it says Randy Orton has reportedly been on the disabled inactive list while away from WWE Raw. Orton has not appeared on Raw since the June 21st show when he lost a singles match to John Morrison. It was announced the following week by Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville that Orton was unable, unable to compete in the second chance money in the bank qualifier due to circumstances out of their control, but no reason was given. But apparently in an update, Orton has been on WWE's internal disabled inactive list while he has been away, according to Fightful. There is no word yet on why WWE has Orton on the disabled inactive list, but there are said to be no issues between he and the company. 
But also in saying that, WWE actually had creative plans in place for Orton and Riddle through SummerSlam, but the unforeseen circumstances of his of his absence required an audible. Apparently, Kev, what do you think? Um, I'm not sure, but they keep bringing him up, so that means it's nothing bad. You know, they would they would try to make you forget his name if he was going to be out an extended period of time, or if he did something uh, bad. You know, they wouldn't keep bringing him up every week. Riddle wouldn't be doing the RKO. Right. Um, I don't want to say this because I'm a big Randy Orton stand, but do you think it's a suspension they're hiding? Look, it wouldn't be surprising. I wouldn't be surprised if they're just kayfabing all of us, bro. Could be, could be. He, he might just want to be. I know his contract he has limited dates, right? You know, well, he just want to like, summers right now. You know, maybe once a couple weeks off. Maybe he's like he's forty now, so you have a lot of, like you're just sore all the time when you hit forty. So maybe just wanted a couple weeks off. I hope yeah, that's maybe, all it is. I hope so too, but I'm also hearing he's got a lot of body soreness and he's sort of run down and needs like a rest. So I don't know what to believe. They're either well, working Historically, up. his shoulder is fucked up. He has had so many yeah. shoulder injuries. And his collarbone like area too, yeah. Definitely, bro. No, no doubt about it. It's interesting. Maybe he's got COVID even. And then I'm telling you. He could. By HIPAA laws, they're not allowed to tell us, you know, unless he wants to. True. And and you know how it is. If you say you had COVID, you looked at like an alien pretty much, bro. And then they'll research how you got it, where you're not wearing a mask, did you go to a party? Oh, Oh God, man. Fuck that shit, bro. Is it still – I mean, how's COVID going in the States, bro, or even in Philly? Is it – Pennsylvania is awesome. We're like the third best state or something right now. Really? Yeah. Is it true like over 80% of the states is vaccinated pretty much? Nah, that's what they want to get. Once it's at uh, 70, the whole state will be open 100%, like no restriction. Also not everywhere is open yet? Um, It is, but there's like bars might close at 12 or 10. Like all the the rules will be back to normal once they hit 70, I believe. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, anyway, I think, Kev, I think, I think this time we have covered everything, bro. I mean, unless there's something I'm missing, I mean, is there any other closing thoughts you want to say, Kev, before we... Yeah, just if you want to buy a Lily show? doll online, uh, oh. uh, 39, 39 out there and want a Lily doll on the WWEshop.com. <laughs> and remember, virgins... No, nah, just kidding. <laughs> don't poke the bear. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? we're only fucking around people don't get offended i'm sure there's probably a virgin somewhere listening to us right hello are you a virgin kid there's none (laughs) what happened what happened there man you went radio silent on me i don't know i was trying to be respectful (laughs) oh you're breaking up again bro ah damn but anyway no, that's all right, man. That's all right. Look, man, we'll 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 cut it here, man. I think we covered everything we could that we could think of straight off the top of our heads. But yeah, remember, Russ is starting to get good again. It was I thought it was a good show, mostly good. Oh, definitely, man. I'm pumped, bro. I'm fucking. I'm excited, man, because I haven't had this sort of feeling for professional wrestling in in quite a while, bro. Yep, much better than Raw. Hopefully, Raw can step it up. But yeah, man's on the upswing for wrestling right now. I must admit, look, man, ever since doing the raw recap with you and shit, like um 
I'm, I'm, I, Raw's hasn't been too bad, man. Like, last week's Raw was sort of decent. Like, a lot of shit happened, like, that was newsworthy. It's just how it was done and executed is what sort of comes across as fucked. Yeah, I think they still can't handle the three hours and they just stall and stall. And they oh, definitely. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. But what I don't understand, why can they put on a good pay-per-view all the time generally then? But they can't. They struggle to do a Raw. Because if the pay-per-view is just the culmination. You know, you don't have to do interviews. It's all. It's already, the work's already done. You just have to put good matches on. I know, but see, even the matches in the ring, like just, you don't even have to have any promos a lot of the times and, and just have matches and the pay-per-view still come across as pretty good. Uh, because it's not all rematches. <laughs> yeah, true. I've, and this, yeah, well, if it's Raw for a title, a you don't really mind if it's a rematch, typically. Right, right. Isn't that bizarre or what, bro? Yeah, oh, then, uh, Jimmy, I'm going to a Legends of Hamburg uh, wrestling festival tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I saw you post that earlier, man. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, like Rhino is going to be there, Sandman, uh, the Blue Meanie, uh, Jacob the Two. It's going to be oh, awesome. Meet uh, Chris Van Bleet's gonna be there too, so we're gonna meet like a lot of uh, a lot of cool people. We've been uh, fans give, of for a while. Give Chris a slap for me, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've spoken to him a few times, man. I even wrote him a message once saying, "I know you probably won't see this, but I'm gonna say it anyway." And he replied to me straight away, bro, and I laughed. I'm like, "Damn, you nice. see it." Yeah, you know, that was, was like ballsy of him. Do you see when uh when Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze gave him the uh like fifty slaps or whatever? Oh, that was brutal, bro. Yeah, that was, that was ballsy. He's the man. He's the man. Oh man, he he had raw meat, man. So shout outs to fucking Chris Van Fleet. Not that he needs it, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Not from us. Uh, Marty Jannetty too. I hope I get to meet Marty Jannetty tomorrow too. Be cool. Like hope oh, I get some dude. cool stories out of him. Hey, I was gonna say if there's anyone that spins shit. Better than fucking Marty Janetti, please tell me because he spins shit, man. Yeah, it's like an all-day event, like nine to four, <laughs> wrestling at six p.m. So I'll, I'll, hopefully, I'll get to uh, meet a Dude, bunch of guys. Hearing Marty Janetti spinning shit is a fucking all-day event, bro. I'm a fan, man. I'll let him tell me what he wants to tell me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the uh, anyway, you know the stories about him and uh, was it his daughters or stepdaughter i don't even know what the fuck but he does some weird shit bro well i'm gonna try to avoid those conversations <laughs> Keep it all related. oh shit all right man insane yeah, that good episode of smackdown thanks for having me on the show again no doubt but before you go kev i just want to say to the listeners please like and subscribe at rationalragenetwork.podbean.com where you'll find not only our shows but you'll find kevin castle's shows You'll find Spiro Shows, Rational Rage, PWC, Castle and Cheeky's Podcast Adventure Show, The Hammerlock Hangover, Garden of Doom, Cryptocast, you name it, we've got it. So please like and subscribe at the Rational Rage Network.podbean.com. And if you want to find us on, um, on social media, just type PWC. And if you want to find me in particular, I'm DJ Mass Effects and Kev. Tell them your fucking uh, socials, bro. Cool. If you guys would like to follow me on any social media, I'm at Panetta Sexy Time. Um, if you want me to follow you back too, just message me and say uh, you found me from this this uh, podcast here, and I'll, I'll absolutely follow everybody back too. I love uh, talking to all my friends out there. 
Absolutely. Well, man, I'm Jimmy T. He's Kevin Panetta. And you've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the Rational Rage Network. Peace. Peace. Oh, no, no, no.